1: That's 800 760 1845. The motorsports
2: world is where legends are made, the unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor with Jim Beaver.
3: Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor Lock Loaded Cranking. Another episode of the best in action motorsports radio, and let me tell you, today's show not going to disappoint. Uh, hour number one. Well, I'm going to uh, chime in on the world of motorsports. We got my good friend Tiffany Stone. Who knows where that conversation is going to go? But hour number two, we got a blockbuster for for you. We got a blue chipper. We got an A plus interview going to take up the entire hour because it's that damn good my good friend one of the greatest nhra drivers and writers of all time mr antron brown is hanging out with us for a good hour on the show ab always brings it mr personality a guy that's been around the block he's done it all and he is going to be here on hour number two to hold it down with me He's also got a new sponsorship with SiriusXM, hence why he's going to be on the show as well. But uh, let me tell you, AB doesn't disappoint, and uh, I am really looking forward to being lock-loaded with AB. And, uh, you know, that's going to bring uh, a whole lot of fun to hour number two. Like I said before, Tiffany Stone, hour number one. Uh, we've also got uh, some esports to talk about. Yes, we had a Triple Crown event, but we've also got the rest of the world of motorsports. IndyCar kicking off, yes, this weekend down there in Alabama in hashtag Bama. So uh, we got some IndyCar to talk about. NHRA 4 wide Nats going to be happening in Las Vegas. We got San Felipe 250 for Score International. I mean, off road, IndyCar. We've got, you know, just everything to talk about. NHRA. I mean, this is a, this is a big week. This is a big show, and I am excited, I mean excited to uh, hold it down, have A.B. on the show, and uh, talk about all things uh, drag racing, but uh, who knows what else. Yes, I will get into uh, predictions on San Felipe as well. Got a lot to talk about on that front, and uh, I don't know, I think I'm going to kick things off today too. Might dive into some cryptocurrency, because I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but crypto is going nuts, so I don't know. This is the show where anything can and will happen, and today is no different. So, if you are new to the show, please head over to uh, Apple Podcasts. Hit the subscribe button. I don't care if you're tuning in on SiriusXM Sports Byline Podcast 1 or, uh, you know, our U.S. American Forces Network. Give us some love over there on Apple Podcasts. And if you got questions for our guest, I am at Jim Beaver, 15 on that little social media machine. And we'll be back to get things started right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio show powered by Polaris Razor. We are just getting things cranking. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all new GMAX RS to the Grabber ATX No matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at generaltire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down and dirty radio show since 2012
6: From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big, balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly.
7: Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
3: Well, time to get things kicked off in a big way here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Lots to talk about, lots to dissect, but before we get to that... We do have a major, major partner in the show this week, and I have to tell you guys about him. Our good friends at Manscaped. And, you know, flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim your holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers. Yes, Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming. Have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use the code JIMBEAVER. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and join the other two Million men who trust Manscaped—they're here to make sure you are trimmed and spelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning, and spring has sprung, and Manscaped has the best tools to get you ready. And uh, have you heard of their Weed Whacker? Yes, the nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, tugs, and those delicate holes. No more gross nose hairs flying in the wind. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker has a 9,000 RPM motor powered by a 360-degree rotary blade system. Manscaped makes whacking your weeds a time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. And speaking of incredible hygiene, Manscaped has formulations to keep you fresh and ready for everything that comes your way. Speaking of smelling fresh, complete your grooming game this spring with the newly refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. This stuff is legit. It'll have you smelling like royalty. The cologne is light, approachable, and gentlemanly in all the right ways. You'll be the talk of the next quarantine hang. Smell good, feel Good this spring, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Jim Beaver at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor, always use the right tools for the job. Once again, 20% off and free shipping with the code Jim Beaver at manscaped. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Jim Beaver at manscaped. It's spring cleaning, and you know what? Uh, everything below the waist will. Thank you. And uh, yes, we are uh, rocking and rolling thanks to Manscaped. A lot of you guys have been jumping in on the products, and uh, I appreciate that, giving us some feedback on social media. And uh, you know, one thing I've been getting in on, though, and right now as we speak, I am a crypto fan. I I love, uh, well, I love Robinhood for stocks. I love uh, Coinbase Pro for for my uh, crypto. But I got to tell you. Crypto's been going absolutely bonkers lately. I don't know if you guys are in on it. Um, I've got uh, a little bit of Stell Lumens. I've got some uh, Bitcoin, a little. I've got quite a bit. You know, I'm uh, not talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, but I got a couple grand uh, wrapped up into uh, some crypto. But uh, Dogecoin or DogeCoin, I got to tell you, this has been nuts. So, like, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but this is like the the meme stock, right? This is uh, or the meme the meme crypto. This is the one that wasn't supposed to do anything. The longest time was like below a cent. Then went up to cent. And then it it went up to like five cents. So I bought it originally, I think, at five cents. Um, It has gone bananas in last week, particularly today. So it started out today. I got to look here. Where where do we start out today at? Started out today at, I don't know. I can't even, it's not even showing me right now. Okay, it started out today at like 24 cents. Keep in mind, like a week ago, it was like six So it went up 24 cents all the way up to like 47 cents at one time, like 47.2 cents. Now it's dropped, then it dropped all the way back down to 34 cents. Now it's back up to what 35? I don't know. It's crazy. It's in the mid 30s, like 35 cents dropped down back into the 20s at one point. It's like madness. But if you've got like an extra couple hundred bucks to blow, like, Throw it on there, like you you could have made like a grand today and then turn around and uh, uh, and cashed out like this crypto stuff is bananas like I love it it 's given me a hobby something to do something to pay attention to um, and you could actually make some money if you do it right it's tough you know there's also the long game i've got some like you know, Bitcoin that I've got through in there and I've just kind of been letting it roll. But this dogecoin is insane, you know, and I bought Stella when it was five cents. So I'm actually making actually seven or eight cents and I'm actually making good money because it's up in the sixties right now. And that was like a six month turnaround. Right. Um, so I'm actually making pretty good money on that. Made a couple grand on that, but this dogecoin it's nuts. It's like, I don't know. You can make a lot of money in a day uh if you're paying attention, you know. And I'm not saying buy it right now because it's on the downhill, but like if you watch it and watch the trends like seriously, it's nuts. Like the memes are going crazy, internet's going crazy. This is the 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 crypto that wasn't supposed to do anything, and uh, like I don't know if you guys remember GameStop a few weeks ago uh, or a few months ago, they really pushed that up. It went from like three bucks a share up into the two hundreds. People are making millions of dollars on it. So you've got these groups on Reddit that are just pushing the stuff to the moon, almost as a joke, just to like I don't want to say corrupt the market, but like literally just kind of own the market. It's interesting concept. It's kind of it's kind of crazy what is happening. It's. Literally, you know what I mean. You've got Wall Street, right, and you've got all these, uh, you know, investment bankers, and I think it's kind of rad because you know the internet and the you know and, and people have actually kind of taken over the system, and uh, you know they're basically sticking it to the man. And I think it's actually uh, it's quite funny that the way that all this is happening and the way it's going down because uh, uh, I don't know for the first time in a very very long time. Um, you know, things are much, much different than, uh, than they were, um, you know, in regards to investments and, and stuff and crypto really is, you know, unlike the stock market that shuts off on Friday, reopens on Monday. And I know you've got after hours trading stuff like that, but, um, man, it's interesting that crypto, you know, it's 24, seven globally. So people are always buying, selling, trading. It's a, it's a living, breathing, eating animal. And, uh, you know, things like Dogecoin, I woke up this morning and I knew it was high, but then I went and I was like, Whoa, wow. We jumped 20 cents overnight. This is crazy. Uh, Better look and see how much, you know, and I never cashed out. I was like, oh, maybe if it hits 50 cents, I'll cash out. It went up to like 47. I missed the bus. I could have cashed out. Now we're down the 30s. I'm still up, but yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why we're talking about crypto on the show, but something going on in my life. So yeah, I'm going to tell you guys about it. Uh, But, you know, I want to tell you about something else. Obviously, we've got San Felipe going on right now, and uh, we've got IndyCar happening as well. One of the big news out of IndyCar. I'm going to be tuned in this weekend because Jimmy Johnson, yes, one of the greatest NASCAR drivers, arguably the greatest of all time, eh, Richard Petty. We're, we're going to always say he's the GOAT. But, you know, Jimmy, one of the most, uh, you know, he's probably top five. Mount Rushmore of, uh, definitely on the Mount Rushmore of... Uh, of NASCAR drivers, right? He uh, he decided after his retirement from NASCAR, he wanted to go IndyCar racing on uh, road and street courses. So he's making his debut this weekend at Barber Barber Motorsports Park in Alabama, and uh, I'm really excited to watch this. I think uh, a lot of NASCAR fans are going to be tuned in to see how Jimmy does. I you know I'm not expecting him to go out and win, but I think he's going to be decent. I know he's been putting in the work. It's it's going to be exciting to see what happens. So. You know Jimmy Johnson making his IndyCar debut. Can you imagine if he podiumed in his first race? Um, wow, I mean, what a statement that would be, right? But uh, um, Jimmy Johnson is uh, is definitely uh, definitely racing this weekend, and it's got me really really excited to. Uh um, really excited to watch Indy Car. Not that I don't want to uh, um, watch IndyCar Car ever. I mean, it's my favorite form of motorsport. But yes, Jimmy Johnson's definitely going to drive some traffic. Um, you know, uh, you know, other storylines. Obviously, I know Alexander Rossi's been one of the hot, uh, you know, hot. Well, I don't want to say one of the hotly talked about topics, but uh, you know, he had a he had a bum year last year. You know, it was off for Rossi, and uh, you know, this year Rossi, uh, you know, he is definitely on it. Um, You know, I think he's made a quote here that anything less than a championship this year is unacceptable. And uh, I'm going to be uh, really excited to see, uh, you know, how Alexander Rossi, um, you know, attacks this first race. I think it's going to be, it's definitely going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting year. And I think uh, there's a lot of guys that uh, have some chips on their shoulder after last year in the IndyCar series. So. Um, you know, going to be interesting. Not only that, you got uh, NHRA this weekend. NHRA heading over to uh, NHRA heading over to the four wides in Las Vegas. So you know, at Gainesville, we've had like a what a month off uh, since Gainesville, month month and a half off, and now all of a sudden uh, NHRA back in action. And uh, you know, so I'm really excited to uh, uh, really excited to see NHRA and see who can uh, actually rebound from uh, you know having uh, having you know the time off that they did and um, it's, uh... It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting, you know. Um, NHRA, we're used to you know these week after week after week things, and uh, you know have some time off. We got Supercross hitting hitting a triple header in Atlanta, loving this track. Uh, you know, finale from uh, finale from Atlanta is uh, this Saturday. Uh, then we turn around. We got two rounds at Salt Lake, so we'll jump into that uh, at some point as well. Uh, then we got score happening south of the border right now in San Felipe. Uh, qualifying for Trophy Truck is uh, wrapped up. Bryce. Finds himself on the pole. Uh, then we got Luke McMillan, Ta- uh, Andy McMillan, Luke McMillan, Tavo Vidosla, Alan Ampudia. Robbie Gordon, um, you know, down in the sixth spot. Sounds like there might be an adjustment in that as well. Uh, Walser Hosted, Harden, and uh, Jack Redline uh, Jack's Redline rounding out your top ten in qualifying in San Felipe. So, man, lots of motorsports going on. Like I said, we're going to dive into that and a whole lot more today on the show. we got Antron Brown in hour number two. AB never disappoints. We're going to be talking NHRA and a whole lot more. And, uh, man, we got a lot to come right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
8: Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a Sun Protection Factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked.
1: You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by
7: Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler.
3: Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Been uh, cranking here, and uh, I guess uh, we, we got to uh, welcome one of my... I, I hate to even call her a guest, because it's not a guest. This is, uh, this is somebody I've been doing radio with and broadcast for a very long time. Very dear friend of mine, uh, Tiffany Stone, and... Uh, T-Stone, you know, speaking of that, you know, you and I have broadcast TV together. We've done all kinds of things. Uh, You know, now we are uh, uh, broadcasting eSports together. And, um, you know, it's been a while since I've had you on this show. That being said, it hasn't been a while since we've been on a show together. We had, uh, I guess, round two of the Jim Beaver eSports eShort course at Triple Crown. It was a Pro 4s at Bark River last night. And uh, good times uh, there. Bark River, new to the iRacing service, not new to you or I. You and I have actually... uh, real-world events there at Bark River, but uh, always a fun time anytime Bark River's involved, and uh, really anytime uh, you, me, and uh, Evan Pisacco, uh get on uh, on a broadcast together. So uh, welcome to the show.
10: No, thank you. Yeah, I uh, you know, actually talked to you probably about 16 hours ago, so it was pretty awesome. You know, I, I It's always a pleasure to be able to call the, the races with you and Evan, and It just seemed like yesterday the show went really well. And so if you guys actually haven't checked it out, you know, you go check it out. It was uh, quite interesting. And and it fulfills, you know, the moments or the weekends where we don't actually have physical racing happening. So it kind of, you know, gets all the things that you need. And it's always a good time.
3: Yeah, and it's kind of fun, too. Like, we've got some real-world short-course drivers, you know, starting to, uh, you know, get really good in the sim racing world. So I feel like it's a merge of, like, our, our, you know, it's a merger of different, you know, I guess I don't want to say disciplines, but merger of like our lives, like the virtual world and the real world, like a converging here on iRacing. And I think that's kind of fun. And I'm really stoked to see like some of these uh, young like cart kids, things like that. Luke Knupp, Connor Berry, like, you know, obviously Mason Prater had a great run last night as well. But see these kids that like race in the real world and man, they're becoming really, really good in the sim.
10: No, yeah, and and it was also good to see, like, Elliot Watson out there. Elliot said it was just good to hear a familiar voice because, you know, I also do some of the short course and desert things out there on for podiums in different uh, places, but, yeah, no, it was really cool to be able to see everything come together and, like you were saying, seeing some real world, seeing some sim racers, and, I mean, we were even talking about Cam Peterson being one of the best sim racers out there, and now he's starting to realize, hey, Lots of, you know, real world races are coming out and it's, it's the competition was stacked yesterday. Not that Cam, you know, has has anything where he has to worry because he's such a great driver as well. But he was even talking about everything being stacked and ready to go. And, you know, especially since Bark River is a new track to the East short course world, I thought everybody did a really good job.
3: Yeah. You know, and I got to we, we talk about like the short course drivers up and comers and stuff like that. I got to give a shout out to if you and I have been around this industry for a long time. I don't want to age us once in a while I say things and it does age us and you do as well, but um we've seen a lot of talent like come in and out of of the racing world, but I got to tell you, I got to tip the cap. I got to throw a bone to our boy Evan Pasacco because Tiff, I've been around and I've worked with some of the best talent in the world. I mean, guys like Ralph Shaheen, Cameron Steele, you know, Tess Sewell. I mean, the list goes on. Some amazing talent. I gotta tell you, Evan's the real deal. I can't believe like he's he's found a home in the sim racing world. He's calling broadcasts for NASCAR, things like that. But you gotta think at some point, like somebody's gonna pluck this guy and put him on national TV because Tiff, he is damn good. No, he's
10: great, and and you know, I even said I was like, we just kind of follow kind of what Evan does. Evan's a guy in this sim racing world, and you know, like he was just like, oh, and I was like, but you you got to think about it. It's for you and I. We're very used to live events that are happening in person. You know, I do the podium interviews, but there's a person that I'm actually looking at. You know, we're speaking to face to face, and Evan just. He pulls it all together. He says the correct things. I don't think I've ever actually heard him make a mistake. Um, and if he has made a mistake, he's flawlessly covered it where I didn't even notice it myself. But no, Evan is 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 a true gem when it comes to all of those things. And like you said, you and I have worked with a lot of people. But I was even thinking that maybe we should bring Evan out to like a, a real event not a real event a real world event not just behind sim racing because obviously sim racing is very difficult as well but i'm talking about a live event he's out seeing the people watching the trucks like in person and not necessarily on a screen i think he would do very well
3: yeah i I definitely do too we yeah i think I've told him, I'm like, you want to go to Cran and we always rent a house. It may end up being a couch you sleep on. But I told him, I'm like, you want to come to Cran and get a plane ticket, man. We got a place for you to crash. We can get your VIP treatment. Marty, I'm sure, would love to have him out there. But, uh, you know, maybe there's a bigger story there, you know, with something. But, yeah, I don't know. I just I wanted to kind of tip the cap to him today just because, like, you and I have been calling broadcasts with him for, you know, over a year now. And I just the guy is so phenomenal, so polished. Um, You know, I really just, you know, he is definitely, I don't want to say a diamond in the rough because that I think uh, means that he's rough. I think it's literally, I can't believe somebody hasn't picked him up yet. And I think it's coming at some time very, very soon.
10: Exactly. And he also had another great house yesterday, the Rooster. <laughs> How funny was I that? I just kept hearing because he's, well, because he's in Hawaii for those who don't know. He's in Hawaii with his girl's family and, you know, he was like, hey, I still want to make this all work. And he obviously did. Um, so he's a little bit out of, out of his normal element for calling the races. And he's like, and then there's this rooster. And, he's and like, I can hear it. But if you didn't know, you could have thought, like, maybe it's just a sound coming from the Bark River track or whatnot. But, like, And it was so funny, and then obviously after we got off air, he he sent over the picture of the infamous rooster who made sure his presence was known, even if we didn't see him, but I just kept giggling in the background because I could just hear this rooster, and I know myself and Evan is very put together, like you said, very polished. So Evan's probably calling all these races, watching everything that's happening, and then all of a sudden of course you hear keep hearing this rooster and I know me, I would be either distracted or very annoyed with the rooster so it was just, it was funny to see him hold it all together because I don't, I don't think I could have.
3: Yeah, no, that's funny You know, because you know he's frustrated. I thought it was funny. I'm like, man, I'm like, you know, Bark River, it's kind of out in the woods, like ah, a rooster might uh, might fit in well there. The, no and I don't know, I haven't watched the live stream back, but uh, if it did peek in there, I think it's funny. Whatever, it's sim racing, it's real, it's authentic, you know, things happen, and uh, I thought it was kind of cool. But uh, yeah, fun times yesterday. I know we've got uh, another Triple Crown event coming up here in the next couple of months. It'll be, uh, what, uh, Pro 2s at the Roval at Charlotte Motor Speedway, so excited about that. But uh, those of you that missed it, the broadcast is still up. Uh, it will be up uh YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch. Uh, search jim beaver or jim beaver Esports. it 'll pull up at uh, all those places but uh always uh, always good times uh, you know in the booth and and doing that and you know and i i don 't know it's uh, it 's been really fun I know you know on the in the real world scene tiff i don 't know I, I want to talk about a few things, but I feel like uh, we we got to kind of kind of pump the brakes on that because here shortly we got to go to a commercial break and i know you and i are going to get rolling on those things and then it's like and then all of a sudden it's going to be like "Er, pause we got to reset here so uh, i don't know we got uh, we got some of that to get into Uh, i know i was able to hang out with the cast and crew afterwards you bailed out a little bit obviously three hour time difference there in detroit but i gotta tell you tiff here in parker it's been over 100 i'm hitting the water i've been on the river a few times already are you still in jackets up there in detroit
10: um you're actually going to laugh at me. I just went to go pick up tacos for for lunch and it is what is it's 45 degrees, chilly, cold, rainy, typical Michigan April weather. So yes, I am actually in a jacket right now.
3: Are there good tacos in Detroit? I mean, we got the San Felipe 250 going on. I'm from Arizona. I know good tacos. Like tacos in Detroit just don't seem like they'd go well together. Are there good tacos in Detroit?
10: there is there is one spot that i'm pretty close to um it's a chain restaurant they have many different ones um they have pretty good ones um but we also still have mexican town downtown uh like a little bit south of detroit which is very funny cuz people are like there's no south of detroit but if you head down the river a little bit south of the detroit river there's mexican town which is there and they have amazing tacos amazing margaritas um it's been a minute since obviously all the covid stuff hit uh Michigan took it really, really hard. Our governors even wanting to close some things back down. But um I can't wait to go down there. But this place it does. It actually has they have this really cool um it's it's kind of just like two two shells in one. It's called the Juju and it has like a hard shell and then it has queso cheese on the outside plus some chorizo and it's wrapped in a soft flour shell. So it's pretty good. I, I like I like that, and then I throw some chorizo in there and some some salsa. But yeah, when I every time I go to Arizona, though, I definitely get tacos because yeah. they're delicious down there.
3: So the taco you're eating is that King of the Hammers tacos good? Because those ones out at Koh this year, I just got to tell you, those things were insane.
10: Uh, I actually didn't have any of those. What? You had mentioned that you got them a few times. I had the house, so I went grocery shopping just a little bit before. And I never know how my day is going to be, and I always have that cooler that's connected to um, my Jeep and all of that stuff. So it's like a fridge freezer combo. So I always just pack some stuff, and I should have grabbed the tacos that one day because you got them like four out of five days, and obviously they had to have been that good.
3: Yeah. So is a pizza in Detroit? Is a Dang Brothers pizza good?
10: It's different.
3: Okay. It's okay. different
10: because so we have we we have a Detroit style pizza, which yes. is like a deep dish pizza. Jeff is very known, famous for it. Then there's Buddies as well. So it's kind of like a deep dish, but not like Giordano's or Giordano's or however you pronounce it from Chicago, but similar and it's different. And maybe one day we should just. Just send send each other a bunch of food. Because <laughs> I'm still waiting for that fistful of bourbon that you promised me. Uh, we actually, like, that would have been perfect last night. Yeah,
3: Brittany and I just had that conversation like an hour ago. You are getting some fistful of bourbon. Uh, we got some to send out some uh, our other friends as well. But uh, with that, we are going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back after this right here on the General Tire Down to Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance. And that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Tiffany Stone here. We are talking food. We started talking a little bit of bourbon, our good partners there at Fistful of Bourbon. Uh, I don't know. We, I think you and I could get on the food subject uh, for quite a while. I do have to say, had the greatest – are you a shrimp cocktail fan, T-Stone?
10: I am. And before you go, When we go to PRI this year in Indianapolis, we have to go to St. Elmo's because that is something that must happen.
3: Okay. So St. Elmo's is now number two on my list. St. Elmo's by and large, nationally, globally, everybody will say St. Elmo's shrimp cocktail. It's up on a pedestal, right? It is number one. I found the shrimp cocktail that will beat it. I have somebody that will attest to this. So it's just not me saying it. Fish market. In Seattle, there is a place. It's called City Fish. They will actually ship them. I'm working on getting them ship sh- ship some shrimp cocktails. They have it's twenty bucks. They've got these massive jumbo shrimp. It's right there in the fish market. Their cocktail sauce to die for. Literally, I am going to put it out there on the internet. Brittany will back me up on this shrimp cocktails in Seattle at the fish market. City Fish. I've got the website. Beat Saint Elmo's hands down. And we somehow need to have this competition head-to-head where you can actually try them at the same time.
10: No, I I accept that challenge, especially since I will be heading to Dirtfish next week, which I know you were just there. Uh, next week is the Olympus rally for ARA stage rally. It's Dirtfish's home rally. I'm going to be heading out there a little bit. Like I said, I know that you were just there uh, for the JB 15 summit, but, Maybe I will try that because I fly in a little bit early and usually I hate the traffic in Seattle. So I usually fly in early. So I never have to deal with that, but maybe I will head there just to check that out. So what is it called city market? Uh,
3: I will send you, I will literally text you a pin. I will send you the website. I would love you to do this because I got two votes on my side. We got myself and we got Brittany who are both saying hands down, this one beats St. Elmo's and that's not like discrediting St. Elmo's, but We think it's just a damn bit better. And I would love to get your input on it. If you're willing to make like a 15, 20-minute drive out of your way to downtown Seattle, like literally this shrimp cocktail is worth it. Um, But yes, we we need to make this happen. We are going to send you the info so you can go and get it. I literally emailed these people and I was like, you got to ship some of these to Arizona. Like, uh, Truthfully, it's a $20 shrimp cocktail. I'm already thinking if I can get them to ship me like 40 of them, we can flip these things at King of the Hammers for like 40 bucks a pop. So it's... (laughs) (laughs) All right. <laughs> They're that good. I, I
10: like that. And, and, and talking about subscription, like I would love to do a subscription show where we just have, you know, where people have subscription boxes, but for food subscription boxes, because I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but it's a place that is in Florida. I think it's in Miami. It's called Macaroon, but it's like, it's spelled really weird. Macaroon. It's like M A K a r h o n or something like that and it's always on instagram and i see it and then they have specialty macaroons for the specific like holidays or specific months they have a cinco de mayo one that's coming up they obviously just had a saint patrick's day one but i'm looking to get that i'm about to pull the trigger because it's 30 dollars for the subscription and i think it's like 9.99 for them to ship and you know they ship it in a day or something and so they're super fresh so when it comes out to it, it's like $2.70 a macaroon, but you get a new, you know, 12 of them every single month. So maybe we should start just, <laughs> just talking about subscription foods that we want to have, because I know I'm not the only one out there that, that looks at subscription food and we're like, man, this would be good every month.
3: Yeah. macaroons. So I've actually got a place there that I tried. So in my travels, so I have to go. Podcast One is based out of Beverly Hills, so i got to go to Beverly Hills eh, sometimes once, twice a year. And um, sometimes i got time to kill, so I'll go Rodeo Drive's like four four minutes from uh, where where Podcast One headquarters is. So I'll hop an Uber and head over to Rodeo Drive and just kind of walk around and see how – I don't want to see the other half lives, but the top 1% live. And so there's a little French bakery uh, in, on Rodeo Drive, and they have literally probably 30 different flavors like macaroons. But – I'm telling you, these things are just insane, like melting your mouth, like straight from France macaroons. So like, yeah, th- that place is insane. And I-, I don't have anything to compare them to. So I'm not going to say they're the best. I'm just saying they're the best I've had. Um, But, yeah, they're really good. So, yeah, we-, I- we could do a food show, Tiff. I think with you and me, the amount of traveling we do, like that's one thing I'm really fortunate. Like I like food. You like food. Um, you know, it's one of those where I feel like, yeah, like we've been able to experience some really damn good food, you know, over our travels.
10: No, exactly. So anybody looking for two hungry co-hosts that love to eat food and travel, you know where to find it. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. Food and booze. We are your people. We, I need a dodge. Yeah, I, I'm kind of jealous. Like, there's those people that get to do those traveling, like, what is it, diners, drive-ins and dives and stuff like that. Like, I absolutely eat and drink. Like, yeah, liquor and food, count me in. I need that job.
10: No, that's what we should do. And it could be subscription boxes. And every single month we could get together and eat all of our subscription boxes and <laughs> see which ones are the best. I mean, I'm I'm down
3: for that. Yeah, absolutely. Count me in. Color me interested. Let's let's make this happen. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's always uh, always fun to chat about uh, food on this show. But uh, uh, Tiff, I guess we should talk about uh, stuff. Anyways, you got uh, Olympus Rally coming up. I know you were out from uh, EJS. How was Easter Jeep Safari this year. I know a little bit different vibe. It was a little different. Obviously, all the trail rides and stuff happen. The big thing is, is behind the scenes. I know that. Uh, what the uh, the vendor expo got shifted. There was an Ultra Four event. Like, well, how was the vibe? You've been to EJS on a normal year. How was EJS this year by comparison?
10: I actually haven't been on a normal year. I was supposed to go last year for their normal year. Yeah. So to me, it was fine. I guess it was nice to get my toes dipped into the water. I guess if you want to say it that way, um, it was pretty cool. It, most of the people know that I drive Lucifer. It's a full on off-road vehicle. I don't trailer him anywhere. So I actually started my three-week trip in Missouri, went to Scottsdale for the Barrett-Jackson auction, and then finally drove up to EJS. Um, It was great. I was able to do steel bender, metal masher, seven-mile rim, and then finish it off with Pritchett Canyon, uh, which is I guess, technically the hardest trail on public property. I must preface public because a lot of people are going to be like, well, there's some private ones. Yes. We all know that. But the public property Pritchett is supposed to be pretty difficult and, uh, did that one actually made it all the way through. Nothing broke, nothing happened really. Um, and then was able to drive home the next day. So that's a true test to how the Jeeps are built and the Rubicon's especially. So I, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I was only there for a few days. I I got there later on Sunday and then had to leave early Thursday morning. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was pretty jam packed. Did make it uh, to Dixie off road and saw their vendor show, which was pretty cool. Um, I don't have anything to compare it to. So for my first year, it was awesome. And honestly, I've already booked my Airbnb for next year. So I'm looking to go the entire week next year. I wish I could have stayed actually for the ultra four race as well, but When you're on the road for three weeks and need to drive home, you know, you kind of got to get back home or else I probably would have just stayed.
3: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, in EJS, it's Easter Jeep Safari, but it does kind of stink that it like you hate to say it butts up against Easter. And it kind of I, I don't want to say ruins it, but I think a lot of people have to bail out early things like that. Like it's it's like you hate to say you wish EJS was like a week before Easter, uh, but then it completely ruins the name of the event. But Moab is just a beautiful place. And everybody asks me, they're like, how is Moab? I'm like, think about Sedona. And then think about them allowing you to take your off road vehicles wherever the hell you wanted at Sedona and that is Moab. So I'm like Moab is amazing. I love Moab. Um I I truthfully i could go there once a month and never get bored one thing i'm excited about tiff is you know i've got you know i've had raptors i've had all kinds of stuff in the past Uh, i've got razors i go out on the trails all the time in razors the one thing that i have coming you know we know i've got a bronco i've got found out it's going to get built in june so i'm hoping by late june got a bunch of companies already on board i'm doing a full build on this bronco i'm really excited about this because uh That means I can actually go wheeling with you, and obviously, you know, I could go wheeling with you in a Razor, but it's a different kind of wheeling. I'm kind of excited to take this damn thing to Moab and go and have some fun in it.
10: No, uh, we should definitely get together and and maybe do, like, a a Vision Wheel Rigid Industries type of thing and do some night runs on fins and things. I actually haven't done a night run on um, anywhere in Moab just for the simple fact of, I needed to make sure that the rig was good to go for the next day for all of the partners that I needed to be out there for, and obviously to make it back. So maybe we can make something, you know, towards maybe September or October-ish and head out there and just do a bunch of stuff once your rig's all built up and, and then do some night runs. I think it would be really, really cool to be able to experience that. And I'd love to experience Moab again on, on a different day when it's – trust me, I loved all the Jeeps being there, but being able to – go to any trail on any day and you don't have to worry if it's going to be closed or not, I think would be awesome to be able to check out. And and we can make it, you know, like a brand ambassador, a partner, influencer, however you want to coin that term now, Um, project together and and just go out and enjoy a, a bunch of people and have some campfires and, you know, Hey, maybe even camp out there.
3: Yeah. So here's a question for you. So Ford started to uh, I know they were at EJS, you know, and had like a Bronco display and things like that. How do you think next year? So we haven't really Broncos aren't really in the wild yet. You know, there's a few people that have them. I know Jason Cheers got one a few, you know, brand ambassadors for Ford. They've been placed early. People can drive them at these events next year EJS we're talking 2022 EJS Broncos are going to be in the wild they're going to be all over the place builds fully done what do you think the reception is going to be at Easter Jeep Safari when all the Broncos start showing up as well
10: uh, I think it's going to be the same way I mean I don't mean to say it this way but the same way when Toyota show up or anything else um, majority of the Jeep community is very opening and very welcoming of course you're always going to have the people out there that are not so welcoming sometimes but I think overall it should be a good time I I'm excited um I know Lauren Healy took one of the Broncos out there and what people aren't understanding too is a lot of the vehicles that they are seeing out there right now are the Bronco sports they're not necessarily the Sasquatch that comes with the higher lift or whatnot or the ones that come with the 37 inch tires so we're looking at the sport more so than a true Bronco equivalent to the Wrangler. So I think it's going to be awesome. I mean, it was cool to be able to see some modified um, Broncos for Ultra Four, King of the Hammers this year. So, I mean, the thing is, is at the end of the day, if you really want to test the true abilities, you got to put it to the test. And I think Moab is a great uh, testing ground, especially for the Bronco. And when you have people like Jason Shear and Lauren Healy, out there on the forefront, really pushing the product, it shows that it can do the thing. So I'm excited for it.
3: Yeah, I I think it is too. And I think it's going to be, I think it just makes the off-road community that much bigger. You know what I mean? And I think the Bronco, like, you, you know, it's a gateway for new people into the off-road community, and I think that's what's awesome, is it's just going to continue to grow what we're doing, just like side-by-sides did. I mean, there's this whole subset that are side-by-sides, and now we're seeing, like at Moab, you see this merger of side-by-sides and, and Jeeps, and, and, you know, now it's going to be Broncos, things like that, and and I, I don't mean that, like, you know, EJS is geared more towards Jeeps, but on any given weekend you go out to Moab, like you said, you've got Toyotas there, you got Raptors out there, like you've just got this amazing, you know, community of off-road people and it's just it's expanding. It, it's kind of like, you know, King of the Hammers, like it's not a Jeep event, it's not a Raptor event, it's not a desert race, it's just become like an off-road off-road event and I think that's what's awesome. You know, they've got desert racing, they are rock crawling now. You know, glimpses of short course happening there like I think it's awesome that now we're getting, like, EJS is going to steamroll into this, not just Jeep event, but I think an off-road gathering of people. And I think that's what's cool. You know, you get so many different people from different walks of life, all in the same place. That's where fun happens.
10: No, exactly. I, I'm up for it. I'm I'm not a hater in any of those. You know, I've actually had a chance to drive one of the Broncos sports. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, obviously, it's not, like I said, it's not comparable to what – a lifted Wrangler would be, that's going to be more of the Sasquatch model. But other than that, I, I'm excited for it. I think it will be good. And if you're in the off-road community, you're in the off-road community and you are using that vehicle just like everybody else is using any type of off-road vehicle. It's an outlet for you. It's something that you enjoy. It's something that you have fun doing. And to diminish anybody else's happiness isn't cool. You know, everybody starts somewhere. I know that for myself, especially building the Jeep two and a half years ago. It's been almost three years now. I started somewhere. And if, you know, there's probably people I'll be like, that's not a real Jeep. Well, it's a real Jeep to me. And so let's all be kind. You know, we're already, there's so much already happening in the world. We use those vehicles as an outlet. We should all be kind, especially on the trails to one another as well.
3: Yeah, completely agree with you there, Tiff. And, uh, you know, that being said, we do uh, need to take a commercial break, and uh, we'll be back with more right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
11: Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home, guaranteed fixed or replaced, with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back.
1: 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771.
12: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
13: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment.
1: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
9: Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now.
1: 800 215 6812 8 800-215-6812. 215 6812 That's
3: 800-215-6812. Well, that is it for hour number one. Yes, hour number one in the books right here on the Gentle Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. But the good news is we have an hour number two. We're actually having a text battle as we speak on the uh, shrimp cocktail conversation. So trust me. If you're not a shrimp cocktail fan, you're probably going to hate this show, but I think this is going to extend multiple weeks and include shipping in shrimp cocktail for both Indianapolis and Seattle. And yes, it is uh it is definitely definitely not over. The debate continues via text message and I'm sure we're going to get into more of it on the show in coming weeks but uh if you i I will just throw it out there if you're a fan of shrimp cocktails and you've got one that you think is stellar hit me up let me know where it's at on my travels if i can get there or if i can get a ship to me we will get that thing in our conversation as well but trust me you better bring your a game when it comes to shrimp cocktail but yes hour number two coming up thanks to all you guys who continue to tune in and support us even when i go on rants in regards to stupid food and other places around the country but yes uh we got another hour coming at you. Hit me up at Jim Beaver fifteen if you got any questions for Mr. Antron Brown. We got an entire hour with A B coming up in hour number two. Also, maybe slide in a dirt fish rally report for you as well. So uh yeah, lots of good stuff to come right here on the show and uh yeah i don't know with that i guess uh, we better take a break and uh cuz i need to reset my thoughts but we got Tron Brown on the show. Our number 2 coming up next right here on The General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA
1: Broadcast Network.
5: USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Biden spoke with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on Saturday as the conflict between Israel and the Islamist terrorist group Hamas continues. During the call, Biden reiterating his strong support for Israel's right to defend itself against missile attacks from Hamas. Republican Congressman Young Kim of California sits on the House Foreign Affairs Committee She tells Fox News,
8: Israel has been a long ally of the United States and we have made commitments to defend uh, Israel and Israel has the right to defend itself against the rockets fired by Hamas targeting civilians.
5: Delta Airlines is requiring all new employees to get vaccinated against the virus that causes COVID-19. Delta being one of the first companies in the United States to mandate the shots. And you're listening to USA Radio News.
4: Hi, I'm Wayne Alarood, and I'm in the best shape of my life. I love working out hard every day, but I turned 60 this year, and working out can cause some serious aches and pains. I was commiserating with my buddy, Jay Schrader, the Super Bowl champion and former Raiders quarterback, about the challenges of staying in great shape for anyone over age 50. Jay said I had to try sonsoflibertycbd.com, and it would heal my body, mind, and soul. He was right. No more aches and pains. I feel like a million bucks. Finding quality CBD, not easy. But Sons of Liberty CBD, highest quality CBD I've ever seen. CBD is not pot. It won't get you high. It's 100% legal. It's 100% American made. CBD is mainstream and it works. For my lister, SonsofLibertyCBD.com is offering a discount of 15% off every product if you use the code WAR15 at checkout. Even better, you can combine this discount with your subscription discount for 25% off. Please support veteran-owned, service-disabled, small business, SonsofLibertyCBD.com. Just say WAR15 to get 25% off.
5: Some retailers across the country are ditching their mask requirements. Following the
4: CDC's updated guidance on mask wearing, several national retailers are also changing their policies. Walmart, Costco, Publix, Sam's Club and Trader Joe's have all announced that wearing masks in their store will be optional for customers who are fully vaccinated, subject to local mandates. The stores are still asking those who are unvaccinated to continue to wear masks. The moves come after the CDC changed their guidance, saying that people who are fully vaccinated no longer need to wear masks indoors, except in crowded settings and healthcare facilities. Even with the new mandates, some stores, like Home Depot, Kroger's, and Target, say they're leaving their mask requirements in place for now. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki.
5: Rallies were held across the United States Saturday calling for an end to anti-Asian violence. A large group of demonstrators turned out in New York City and marched behind a United Against Hate banner. And you're listening to USA Radio News.
14: At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health.
0: One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals.
14: There's more valuable information at avma.org.
5: The
11: Russia and the United States are once again in another space race. This time, it's the first movie to be shot in outer space. The Russian space agency Roscosmos announced that it selected its crew to headline the film, which will be called Challenge. The movie will star actress Yulia Peresild, who beat out hundreds for the role, and will be directed by Klim Shipenko. The effort was announced last year, just after Tom Cruise and NASA announced their own collaboration to make a movie on the International Space Station. NASA says the projected production costs for the movie are around $200 million. Russia says their actors will undergo standard cosmonaut training and will take up two of the three seats aboard the October launch of the Russia-Soyuz mission. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King.
5: The mystery woman who bought a $26 million Super Lotto Plus ticket nearly six months ago put the ticket in the laundry and it was destroyed. That's according to the manager of the Norwalk, California gas station where it was sold. The California winner had until the end of the day on Thursday to claim the prize which was purchased for the November 14, 2020 drawing from the Arco A.M.P.M. in Los Angeles County. A manager at the store did say the woman is a local customer.
1: That's 800-760-1845.
7: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
3: Welcome to hour number two right here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, we got Antron Brown coming up, but uh, before we jump into that, I do have to, uh, uh, jump into a Dirtfish Rally Report brought to you by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally School and Dirtfish Media. Dirtfish.com is the website, and uh, use the coupon code Beaver 15 That's going to get you 15% off any and all classes there at Dirtfish. Uh, but uh, talking about Rally, the rally report we got for this week is, uh, yes, Extreme E. They're in Saudi Arabia uh, about a week or so back. We haven't chimed in on this, but uh, what an amazing series, an amazing event. We'll say Vision Wheel, one of our supporters, is uh, the official wheel, uh, our official wheel supplier of Extreme streamies So big congrats to uh vision wheel but uh yeah they uh they had the first event it was interesting they had to make some adjustments on the fly um some i you know i can't say i fully agree with i would love to see more racing more head-to-head i think qualifying lays too much into it because if you have a bad qualifying run you can't even make the final which i think is weird there's got to be a way for teams to still make the final if they have uh have a a rough start to things um but um Sebastian Loeb, Christina Gutierrez, uh, walking away with top honors. Uh, Laya Sanz and Carlos Sainz, dream team there in the second spot. Molly Taylor and Johan Christofferson, solid, solid effort there to finish out on the podium in third. Andretti uh, finished in fourth. We had uh, our good friend Christine Jeezy and Oliver Bennett in the fifth spot. Um, Jensen Button's team in the sixth spot. We had uh, Team America, Sarah Price-Caladuke seventh. Uh, Matthias Ekstrom and uh, Claudia Hirtchen, um in the eighth spot. And... Uh, Chadwick and Sarzen in, in uh, the ninth spot. But uh, Sarah Price, Duke, uh, rough go for them. Um, you know, the videos are all over the Internet. I think Ganassi going to be one of the teams to beat uh, down the stretch. But uh, opening rounds, not like they would have hoped, um, you know, Kyle pushing really, really hard. Uh, we saw it in his effort and, uh, yeah, just having some struggles because of it. Um, but I think uh, they're going to regroup. And I think, uh, honestly, Dark Horse going into uh, round number two, I think it's definitely going to be uh, Team America there with uh, Price and Kyle LeDuc. Uh, I think they're going to be uh, a force to be Reckoned with. But uh, that was your Dirtfish Rally Report for this week, uh, brought to you by Dirtfish Rally School and Dirtfish Media. Don't forget, use the coupon code JimBever15 at dirtfish.com. It's going to get you 15% off, sent off any and all classes. Um, and uh, yeah, with that, uh, we got Antron Brown coming up in the next three segments right here on the General Tire Down at Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. I tell you what, baby, don't get you excited. Not much does. We got a whole lot more to come right here.
6: From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big, balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly.
3: I'd like to welcome one of my guests to the show this week. We'll probably air this one in uh, normal in, in numerous places, but my good friend Antron Brown, AB, drag racing season is back. I know you got uh, one race under your belt, my friend, but uh, uh, you got a lot cranking, man. What's uh, what's what's the word, AB? Yeah,
14: I tell you what, it's a lot of energy in the air, and I'm telling you what, after having our first race out of Gainesville, Jim, I'm telling you, everything has been like. I want to call it monster ties, man. Everybody's energetic. Everybody's out there. The fans came out and support in a big, big way. And it's just been incredible, brother. It's been incredible. I'm just thrilled and pumped to get back to the camping world drag racing series and our macro tools boys and myself, we've been energetic geared up and we've been ready to go.
3: Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird. I mean, you know, Gainesville, you know, the Gator Nats, one of the biggest races of the year. It's kind of, you know, kind of crazy. I, when was the last time things didn't start, you know what I mean, in, in SoCal? I mean, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a little bit of a weird start to the year, but that's kind of weird, bringing one of the big heavy hitter events right out of the box, right?
14: Absolutely. And and the thing about this is that when, you, when you're looking at it, we always had the four wide on the East Coast, right? Now you're going to Vegas, it brings it to the West Coast. So now this is like a battle royal. And I I remember distinctly like 2016, 17, and 18, the four people that made it to the final, I remember 18 distinctly it was like Steve Torrance, Doug Coletta, Tony Schumacher, and myself. And that was like like, of the history of the sport of top fuel, that's like been one of the winningest, all the winningest drivers of this time racing each other. And that's incredible. And that's what you get is like a battle royal when you get to those four wide nationals.
0: And when you get
14: four heavy hitters, I'm telling you what, you got the fans at the edge of the seat. The grandstands are packed. There's not even no standing room at the fence. And that's what the people came to see. They come to see. They want to see the hitters of hitters slug it out to see who's going to be the king of the hill or the queen of the hill because we always have women out there too.
3: Yeah, NHRA has done a great job with, uh, with well, especially in top fuel. I mean, uh, Brittany Force, you got uh, your, your good friend there, uh, Leah Pruitt. You know, she's, uh, yeah, it's, like you said, there's some heavy, heavy hitters in top fuel. Uh, how has this season been for you? Like, last year, obviously, we know, you know, pandemic hit, things kind of got wonky. This year, though, like, normally you guys get in a stride, right? And I know the start of the year it's a little bit slow to get rolling, but by now you guys are kind of kind of in a stride where you got events and events. Man, you had one event in March, which was about a month later than normal, and now you have, like, an entire uh, five weeks off or four weeks off, at, you know, before you go to the four wides in Vegas, like, how, how how is this, man? It's got you get your mojo going and when you is in their stride and it's week in, week out, like you have your routine, you know, and, and like I feel like that's kinda rug's been pulled out from under you this year.
14: You know, that that's the hard part is that it's always like this when you start the season out. You know, a lot of people don't know the mindset that goes in. You get on an you go testing, you get through the first race, and you know what you what happened and what you went through and then Usually fix and get better for the next race. Well, we're going to get better, but then you had to sit out for three weeks, and then you head to the next race, and you got to start off there. And then it's like it's like a curveball being thrown at you each time, where you just can't get into that groove. And and for us, we're working on it because we know once April, like, you know, once we go to Vegas, we have one weekend off, then we race Atlanta. Well, once May hits we have a lot of back-to-back races coming up. And then we're going to really hit our stride this summer where we're going to be racing 14 out of 15 weekends. So it's going to be action-packed. So I think this year here is going to be a taste of our new norm when we get back to normal reality, where we're going to uh, NHRA on our schedule. We've got 22 races. So we're only really missing two races out of 24 that we normally race. So this is going to be the most norm that we had in a long time. And Gainesville was a true testament. I mean, when you saw the people that were tuning in, at at peak in the finals, we had 1.8 million people viewing NHRA drag racing. Camping World Series. That was incredible, Jim. And, uh, I mean, that's just more to come. It's got me pumped up. The team's pumped up. And you could just feel it, man. It was like the crowd was on nitro in Gainesville, and that's what we're looking at for the four-wide coming up here in Vegas
3: yeah you know and and that's what's funny like you take something away from people and then it's like you know they're salivating for and i think four wides is going to be probably some of the biggest ratings i would say in maybe nhra history coming up here at at four wide nats just because people are wanting one four wides draw crowd you know anyways but uh i think it was a sellout crowd uh, you know in person already but uh no, I think this is gonna be huge. I mean, like you said, and and I've been to the four wide Nats in Vegas, and I gotta tell you, I, I've been to a lot of NHRA events, but what you're standing in the water box and you got four top fuel cars right there and they all unleash all at the same time. Like you think the hit is big when it's two cars. You get four there, that hit you get in the water box. I'm telling you, A B, it almost wants to knock you back on your butt. You know, it's it's crazy.
14: I know. Well, before you used to get hit with a two by eight. Now <laughs> they just hit you with a with a with a with a sledgehammer. <laughs>
2: that's
14: what's happening. But uh,
2: that's
14: what that sport does, that's why I've been a huge fan of that sport, and I've been so energetic about it, and so pumped out. Once you come, you know, like yourself, like I love every sport of racing. You know, from dirt tracking to flat track motorcycles to IndyCar, NASCAR. So off roading, motocross, supercross—that's me. I love everything. I mean, I, I do a little bit of everything, and I love it. And uh, but when you go to the four wide nationals and you get a sense of that one time, I am telling you, if if you want to see the space shuttle again take it off, everybody always says I want to see the space shuttle launch one time. It's one of those sights you got to see. You got to get there. You got to do it. Well, you got to get out and see the four wide national. I'm gonna tell you why. This is why. And people don't realize what I'm telling you, like, when I'm telling you that, for one, to look at it in person, when you see TV, TV doesn't know justice. When you see it in a person, you ain't going to believe what you just saw, how fast they go. Let alone watching two of them. But when you watch four, it's sensory overload. And when you see it, you're going to be like, that just didn't really happen. Then when you see the next set come up again, the next set comes up, you're like, that just really happened. But not only seeing it, you're going to feel it. It's going to reach out and touch you where it's going to tickle your spine. It's going to drop your stomach to your feet. And it's going to make your eyes pop out your head. It's going to make you cry from smelling nitromethane. And you're going to feel the power. So when you see all this stuff and I'm telling you about it, you're going to be like, this is like going to Disney World where they shoot the water on you when you're, when you're watching that live theater <laughs> and it yeah. shakes you in the butt. It's going to do all that to you. Yeah, the dog. NHRA Camp World Drag Race.
3: Yeah, I think the dog sneezes or something like that, and it, it blows stuff in your <laughs> face. You know, it, You know, it's funny, too, because NHRA's got a phenomenal TV package. But I've said this to people before. I'm like, you can watch it on TV, and, and you can kind of appreciate how fast they're going and, and things like that. But I'm like, you can't put it into perspective until you're at an NHRA event. You blink, and they're gone. But I'm like, especially when you're up close, I mean <clears> – <throat> You, you know you you smell it your lungs start burning your eyes start watering you know what i mean your nose is running if you're if you're uh you know, if you're a female fan, your makeup starts melting off your face when you're down close. And people are like, that sounds horrible. I'm like, no, it's the greatest thing you've ever had. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just is. And then when they when you guys hit the gra- gas, A.B., it's like somebody takes a fist and just punches you as hard as they can in the chest. I'm like, I don't know. I love it. It's like a drug to me, like just going and watching and experiencing it. Like, And I know they, they say you in the cockpit – That's all happening behind you. So you get some of that sensation. But, uh, man, I got to tell you, it's got to be – it's just a rush. Like I say, that's – NHRA is definitely something everybody needs to go to once in person to really get a feel for what the sport is.
14: Absolutely. And the coolest part, Jim, is that we don't get to touch on everything, but every ticket is a pit pass. You know what I mean? You get a GA ticket, you can walk in the pits. You can see the crew guys working on the car. You can see me – and fuel. You can see them making the, the tweaks right before you go up. You can see the drama unfolding right in front of your eyes. It's the only professional sport that has that type of access 24-7. And that's what makes the people feel a part of the team, man, because they are living it with us. They just don't sit in the stands all day. They come back and see what we do. And that's what got me to do what I do in this sport. That's how I'm able to become a professional driver because I was actually able to envision and see myself on the other side of ropes working in those pits and it gave me that ray of hope to get there one day and that's where i'm at brother that's when i'm living eating sleeping and dreaming each and every day now i'm living it because i had all that access as a kid and that's what makes our sport so special man that's what makes drag racing so special because you can get
3: there and you can do that All right, AB, we got a whole lot more to come with Antron, uh, but we got to take a short commercial break right here on the General Tire Down to Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
8: A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration.
3: Welcome back to the General Tire Down to Dirty Radio show powered by Polaris Razor Jim Beaver here along with my buddy Antron Brown and AB you know I, I know you are uh, just like me you're a big stick and ball fan love basketball love baseball you know oh, absolutely, kid, absolutely. Kid, you know kid loves you know they love LeBron James right it's pretty tough for that kid to actually meet LeBron James. You got you know, you got a courtside seat, something like that. Your family's wealthy. Yeah, you might get get him, but you know, the access just isn't there. You got to go to some special signing, buy a ticket, you know what I mean? Like it's hard for for kids to get attached to their heroes. Somebody they see on TV, they see them playing on the court. They don't actually get to you know to really meet them. NHRA, like you said, you guys are so accessible. Some kid comes to NHRA, you can you know you know you can bet that they're going to get a chance to meet Antron Brown. You know they stand they stand there long enough at the ropes, you're going to come out and you're going to be like, hey, what's up? You know, and that's one thing I really love about NHRA, and it's not just you. I mean, the entire. You know, you go up and down the field of competitors and everybody's the same way. Everybody's so accessible. And I think that's really something that NHRA has nailed, you know, and I think that's why they have such a massive fan following. Oh,
14: absolutely. And that, and that's why you see from kids being pushed around in strollers to kids running around the midway to coming up and they're saying, I want to drive like you and then you go down to the junior dragster racing that they have out there, two international events now. They've got things for all sizes, ages, category, and just the women in our sports killing it. But the coolest part is that our sport is really taking off on, you know, just from every aspect, especially with the partnership. And it's really cool for me, you know, through our Toyota folks to develop a a cool new relationship with Sirius XM radio, Jim, that that's the really cool part. Now we're bringing in just normal everyday life to the racetrack and, I always drove on the road and flew everywhere and what I always wanted to myself and I never have to change the radio station. I have Series X in my Toyota Tundra, but the coolest part, they're with us at the racetrack now, supporting the team on the race car. We're pumping in our pit. People are coming up and say, hey, turn on 64, that Kurt Franklin channel. Turn on, you know, turn on, turn on your favorite channel, the AB. I know you, I know you dig down in there with the heat. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I got all kinds of stuff going on and it's so cool. That we have new partnerships like SiriusXM XM coming into our sport doing what they do, and I get to represent them on a week in week out basis. And uh, I just love it, brother. I love it. And uh, this is a tribute to our sport where it's heading at and where it's going at.
3: Yeah, and it's pretty awesome for Sirius to do that. Obviously, we're talking to you on SiriusXM XM right now, channel 217. So, what? yes, we are Talk talking. To me. Talk talking. to you. So we're getting down with Brown on 217. That's what we're doing right now. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man, A.B. Uh, so let, let's talk a little bit about this year. Because I know, so we had you on about a year ago. Uh, we've had you on a lot because you and I are buddies. But we had you on about a year ago. And you made, you know, you kind of talking about the big announcement, um, you know, about uh, you and, and Don Schumacher racing. And you and Don go way back, you know, and, and you think the world of him yeah. and he thinks the world of you. And you said, you know, he's, he's going to allow me to kind of step out. And run my own race program and uh, it, it was a big deal and obviously the pandemic hit right and and things get get derailed right. everybody the wor- world got turned upside down so we're coming back this year. Now that's kind of back. I don't want to say back on the table because it never left the table, but now we, we've got a path to kind of to go. So kind of tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on, how that transition is working, because I know AB Motorsports, it's, it's back. It's a real thing. This is going to happen. Uh, Don Schumacher and everybody at Schumacher Racing is, is behind you. They're helping with this transition. Tell us, tell us where we're at, buddy.
14: Well, the thing about it is, is that COVID struck everybody, and what I've been doing for the last – you know, all through last year is just shadowing Don and learning from him how he runs. You know what I mean? Because I race for DSR, and, uh, and that's what I'm doing this year also. And I've been learning and just growing partnerships along the way and just learning from it. You know what I mean? I mean, Don's been doing this for a lot of years. He's been doing it since 1999 with his son Tony with the XI car to all the years that he had with the U.S. Army and having Maco tools from with Bazemore and the Funny Car, to all the other people out there that he's had, like from Jack Beckman, Tommy Johnson, Lee, Spencer Massey, Sean Langdon. I mean, he had, Gary Selvey was one of the OGs, the original, that won Donna's first Funny Car World Championship here with Mike Neff as a crew chief. So this this whole deal here has is, is been going on for years and years. I've just been learning and watching all these years. And at the end of the day is that I know one day, it's always been a big dream of mine to actually – campaign my own team one day and and it's and, and it's still there and i'm working on it day and night to make that happen so hopefully in the future here coming up soon can't put a date on it can't can't say it's going to happen here or there you know i i've I did that before i said what's well, going to happen it's going to happen you know in my mind i said it was going to happen for 2021 well 2020 wasn't the year that we needed you know what i mean so so what my deal is is that we're working on getting everything healthy, and I'm working on it day and night. And I know in the near future, I just want to be able to to do it for the future of our sport. Because at the end of the day, when the Schumachers are not there, or the Connie Colettas are not there, or the John Force is not there, you know, you need the next, you need the next, what do you want to say, like generation to yeah. come in. You know what I mean? Like myself or like your Ron Caps. You know, like the snakes are not there no more. The Bernsteins are not there no more. You get what I mean? You need your next wave to grow the sport like your Tarzans are doing, like your Paul Lee is doing. You get what I'm saying? Like your Mike Salinas is doing. You need your next wave like your Terry Vermillion has done. Cruz Pedregon's been there for years. You need your next wave to keep the sport going, and you need more youth in it. And, and that's what I want to do. I want to be able to give opportunity – to other people like I have got an opportunity out in this sport. And I think that's that's my next step in life is to be able to bring the opportunity forward and to do it the A-B way. That's what everybody wants to do. They want to do it their own way. And, uh, and that's just been a big dream of mine, and I'm just pursuing it. And that's what we live here in America is the land of dreams. And I just want to keep going and be able to do that and bring opportunity to other people that I see have the same fire and desire to eyes like I had when I was their age when I was in my mid-20s and early 30s. And when I could see that, I wouldn't be able to, hey, put my arm out and say, let's do it, let's do it together and be on that end of it and uh, help grow the sport to, to new heights and new levels. Yeah.
3: You know, and one of my big takeaways here is, you know, this says a lot about Don Schumacher, the person. Because a lot of guys would come to to their team owner and be like, by the way, I'm doing my own thing. And they'd be like, all right, there's the door. See you later. <laughs> you know, and you went, yeah. to, you went to Don and, and he had enough, you know, he, he sees the industry. He knows that there needs to be more ownership. You know, and for him to to kind of mentor you and, and o continue to open the doors and show you how they operate and the way he does things so you can be successful. I mean, I gotta tell you, A B, that's a rarity. Not many team owners would do what he's doing, you know, and, and that to me that speaks just worlds about Don Schumacher the person.
14: Well, and in a different way is also is how you approach it too. You get what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of people that do things behind closed doors and are not very Stand up-ish. And, and Don is very wide open and he always encourages people to go out there and better themselves. You know what I mean? But there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything. You know what I mean? And yeah. for, on my side of it, I'm just an honest person. I'm honest with anybody. What you see is what you get. And, and this is not something that I've been being keeping tucked away. And while people know, and I've been saying this for years, a long time, what I want to do. I used to own my own bike team before I raced for Don Schumacher in the U.S. Army program I was on my own bike team for close to three years. And I ran one with Troy Vincent, went two years with him, when he was full blown into it. And uh, I've learned along the way, and it's something that I always wanted to do. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a business also, but also you got to be able to be business savvy. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, this is all I've ever known and all I've ever done is live in this sport since I've been 20 years old. So, I've been in the sport for over 23 years, and I just love it. I love it, and this is where I want to be. And uh, and I love an A it's, it's my family. It's part of my family, without a doubt.
3: Well, we are going to uh, pump the brakes on that interview, and uh, well, Antron's going to be back after the break. Trust me, we got a whole heck of a lot more to come, and I think we may run overtime with A.B., which means for you uh, that uh, you're going to have to get uh, the uncut uh, edition over there on my other show, Project Action. But uh, did want to remind you that, uh, you know, we've got uh, the flowers blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped. You can trim all your holes safely and efficiently. Manscaped, the global leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use the code JIMBEAVER. Get 20% off plus free shipping At manscaped.com, join the other two million men who trust manscaped. They are here to make sure you are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning. That is right, spring has sprung. Manscaped has all the best tools to get you ready. Global leaders in below the waist grooming have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing products. They are here for your above the waist holes as well. They have their new skin safe weed whacker, which helps prevent nicks, nick's snags and tugs in those delicate holes. No more nose hairs flying in the wind. Make sure and go over to Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code JimBeaver at Manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor, always use the right tools for the job. That's 20% off plus free shipping using the code JimBeaver at Manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the code Jim Beaver. At manscaped.com, it's spring cleaning, and you know what, your body will thank you. And uh, thanks to Manscaped for the continued support of the show. So, yes, we've got Antron Brown coming up. And uh, if you got any questions for AB, we got one segment left. Hit me up, Jim Beaver 15. We got him waiting in the wings to polish off this interview. And trust me, we are, uh, it's just about to get interesting. So, uh, yes, you know, hang tight, we're going to take a short Commercial break. Yeah, this is a short one. And uh, we come back more with the legend Antron Brown right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
1: You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? he said call pet joy right now 800-846-2153 800-846-2153 800-846-2153 that's 800-846-2153 and now today's rust eating tip of the day presented by free all deep penetrating oil you're all set for a quick tie rotation until you have a rusted on wheel coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil let them sit for a few minutes and you'll have them off in a cinch now give a generous spray into each mounting hole place a two by four on the outer edge of the wheel and smack the wood with a mallet just enough to create some breaking force and vibration repeat if necessary and now a word from free all stop
2: wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts start using free all deep penetrating oil now.
10: All right, we've got lucky caller number four, Marcus, on the line. If he answers this question, he wins a new car. Let's do this. Okay, for a new car, name the only actor to
4: appear
2: in- And now a message from our sponsor.
11: With 24-7 support and quick and easy claims, Progressive protects what matters most. Progressive films all in the same year wait sorry i, I didn't hear the question seconds marcus yeah no but there was an ad in the middle you didn't of answer of that,
14: but i didn't hear anything oh, so- it you
10: dropped it in the dirt
2: progressive there's never a bad time for great protection progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates you're listening to
7: the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor all killer and no filler
3: Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, uh, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, along with Antron Brown, and I think it's time to jump right back into things. AB, so let's talk a little bit about this season. Obviously, you got one around in the books. We got Gainesville. Um, you know, I know, I think you're sitting tied for third and third in the points uh, with seventy two points. But let's talk a little bit about this one because this was interesting and it really kind of set the stage in a weird way for the rest of the year. And um, you know, you had a guy like Josh Hart, first-time winner, right? I mean, it, it let's you know, no offense to him, but that isn't somebody people had earmarked to possibly walk away from the win at Gainesville. Which one tells us a lot, of, a lot about drag racing that anybody can have their day, and and which I think is amazing. Um, but man, I mean, we had some heavy hitters that struggled. You know, Leah, Brittany Force, uh, you know, even our buddy uh, Steve Torrance and Billy Torrance, they didn't have the weekends they wanted. Man, this is. You know, one round down, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of storylines heading into Vegas, A.B. Well,
14: uh, I know. It was tri- man, Let me tell you something. I'll be honest with
3: you. It was tricky.
14: Like, we, even for our team, we didn't qualify where we wanted to qualify. We qualified tenth, And the reason being is we were trying to throw some numbers down that that track just wasn't going to hold. That track was tricky. The rubber was real thin, and a lot of teams had troubles. But Brittany ran a great run. First run. She qualified good, and she raced Justin Ashley. She ran out there. she ran like a 72 first round, like second load round, but Justin ran a 73, but Justin was 30 on a tree. and she wasn't sleeping. I think she was like 50 or 60 on a tree. Here's just that Justin threw it down and Mike Green and that team made a great lap first round also. same thing with us. We raced Mike Salinas. Mike ran a great lap first round he went a 73 to our 75. And I just I cut a decent light, and Mike cut cut a, an average light, and we're able to take advantage, and we won that first round. So it was just like one of those deals where the class is really really tight, where it doesn't make a difference where you qualify, is what you have to do first round to get the job done. And we stuck our we stuck our car down there, the third qualifier, and it qualified tenth. We just went an eighty flat, because we backed our way down because we've been working on making our car leave better. But that track just wasn't gonna hold it. So you saw the difference even in funny car was a lot of shakeups.
13: Yeah.
14: And when we got down there to that second round or semifinal, the track got hotter and it was the hottest it's been all weekend. We're through a curveball for a lot of people where you can go out there and, and kill it. You gotta you had to run like a, a like you know, like a high seventy, like a seventy eight to eighty flat is what you need to get the job done. If you press any harder than that you took a chance of smoking the tires, and that's what a lot of people did. So on race days, one of those deals where it's mind over matter, it's only the first race of the year too. two also. Yeah. So, but Josh Harsh, you can't take nothing away from him. Now, they smoked the tires first round, but they got through first round to get the second round, and then Ron Douglas had that car on point. You know what I mean? Where They were going down the track and just racing smart, and Josh was on the tree, had great lights, steady 50s, and just killing it, killing it. I mean, my hat's off to them. They did an incredible job. They raced the track like a true veteran. Like, you know what I mean? That's the whole thing where you got to race smart, be at the right spot at the right time, and take advantage of it, and that's what they did. And uh, Steve will tell you, Torrance, who won the last uh, three championships. I mean, they're, they're a team that can run with anybody, could drop low ET, but they are smart racers on race day and they always do what it takes and you're going to see that throughout the year and that's what's going to win the most rounds and win the championship and that's how you got it's like a game of chess you got to play the right game at the right time
3: yeah you know what and it, you know another guy who had a you know had a bummer of a weekend uh Clay Milliken who's always up you know up there at the top of the charts but I laugh because like you said i mean it's so what I love about top fuel right now. It's there's no easy round. I mean there there's not an easy round. There's no easy bracket. There's no way to the final that doesn't have you just in an all-out slugfest at some point. And I that's what's great about the division right now, AB. I mean it, you want to talk about stacked. This has got to be one of the most stacked top fuel uh, top fuel grids in uh, you know in, in fields in history and You know, you know, we talk about that. We still got, you know, some of your DSR teammates are sitting there. And and at some point, I'm sure those top fuel cars are going to come out. It's going to make things even tougher. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And they're going to come
14: out and they're going to come out swinging. And uh, that's, that's the crazy part is that you got to go out there and elevate your game and you can't just be quick, but you got to be consistently quick. And that's the and that and that's the hardest part, you know. what I mean, that's what it's all about. And uh and that's what that's what puts you on the edge of your seat. And that's why I think all the fans are tuning in, because just like that, just imagine if uh, DraftKings were out here and you can actually have live gambling on our <laughs> drag races. How many people? I mean, they picked Josh Hart and had a hundred bucks on the boy. They could sponsor a race team after that weekend. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because. People to put their money on Tarns, or they might have put their money on Brittany, or they might have put their money on us, or whoever, or Leah, you know what I mean? But Josh came out there, and that's going to show you a lot more to come. They have a strong team. You got Ron Douglas over there tuning that car, and that team knows how to get down the racetrack, not just get down, but get down quick and consistent, especially once, especially once they're on.
3: Yeah, it's definitely uh, shaping up to be uh, a great season in Top Fuel. I mean, uh, obviously, we're a few weeks out from Vegas. you got to be getting excited about that. What else has AB got going on in the meantime? What, what, How have you been staying busy the last couple of weeks in between these rounds? Oh,
14: Lord have mercy.
3: Jim, I've been
14: everywhere, man. Uh, I literally just got done shooting some
3: different stuff for a
14: couple different new partners that we're working with, uh, like different commercial ads. Uh, doing some social media stuff. I've been busy on conference calls, like Zoom and and uh, Teams. Are like I tell you what, my my laptop is is burning up, brother. The screen is burning <laughs> up. I've been doing so many different means from one thing to the next, organizing it. Uh, we actually have two new crew guys coming in, and that's one thing that you mentioned about Clay talking about crew guys. Clay and them, man. I mean. I'm really impressed where they're at because they started with a totally brand-new team this year. They lost most of all their crew guys, and this COVID deal hasn't been easy. We've got – we we hired two new crew guys on the off season, and then we just hired another two new crew guys on our team because we had some that were here that, that literally changed their mind and wanted to stay on oh, that's been racing for over 15 years, and they retired from drag racing. So with that being said, everybody's been going through – complete flip-flops even all the way down to like you know our funny car teams leah's team our other dragster team here at dsr i mean it has been crazy Where not just getting to the races but just retraining and and starting with new synergy
3: you know what i mean so it's been pretty crazy yeah definitely been a, a crazy one i know at one point too you told me you, you made your way down to louisiana correct oh man yeah i went down to louisiana
14: uh, brother i went down there for easter and had a good time with the in-laws and me and the wife. We visited our grandmom down there and her aunt, and her uncles and her brother Hi. and their family, like our little nieces. And Hi. and I mean, we had a great time down there and cousins. We had a great time down there with our kids and just, you know, taking a break from all the action, but it wasn't break brother. I was helping my brother-in-law <laughs> rip up a floor to do house. He just bought that he's remodeling. And I brought out my bro Vila skills. Oh.
3: <laughs> I thought I didn't know they put you to work down there. I thought you just went down there for the good food, man.
14: Oh, I did go down there for a good food, brother, but it came with a price. <laughs> it came
3: with a price. <laughs> Most expensive meal you've ever eaten, right? <laughs> you ain't lying,
14: brother. Let me tell you, some of the food I took in, I worked off, man. <laughs> oh, but it's all good. That's what it's all about. It's about enjoying family time and spending time with. And I don't mind, I enjoy doing stuff like that without a doubt. And uh, it's just good to see them with his twin girls and his wife, Natalie, Jordy, and their whole family just come up. And uh, it was a really, really, really good time just to see good people and spend a little time with her family.
3: Awesome, A.B. Well, I know we are, uh, we are maxed out on our segments today, buddy, but it's always fun having you uh, here on the show, getting down with Brown here on Sirius XM 217. Uh, we'd definitely be dialed in to uh, watch you uh, there in uh, Vegas. And uh, I don't know, I think we're going to make this a little more regular this year, right?
14: Absolutely, brother. I think after each after each race, we can get together and shoot a little segment and we can have a race recap. We could talk about all the classes and the people. I'll let you ask, ask the questions. And I can answer them to the best of my ability, and give them a little color commentary that they don't, that they won't see on TV. And this will be behind-the-scenes stuff. It'll be like, you know, getting down with the A to the J. <laughs> <laughs> to Jim.
3: I am Ooh. feeling it. I am feeling it, buddy. But uh, always fun, brother. We will, uh, we will catch up soon. All right, sounds good. Hey, I
14: appreciate your time on the show. And, brother, I'm looking to see you real soon, not just at the drag race, but
3: in the off-road, brother, I'm ready. Oh, it's on. Anytime you want to come out, you know you got an open door, right? So uh, let's make this oh, I'm happen. ready. I think we need to, uh, I, you know, this is us going on a tangent here, but, you know, we've raced together, but I think we just need to get a bunch of razors, and you and me, and uh, we'll get we'll drag Steve-O out. We just need to go to the sand dunes at Glamis or something like that and go have a weekend where we just camp out. And, and your kids, we got kids' razors, everything else. Bring the family out, and everybody just go and have a good time out in the dunes, man.
14: Oh brother, they will have a blast with that. We need to do that without a doubt, man. We're gonna make we're gonna make an outing for sure, and uh, maybe uh, before the summertime hits, or in the fall when my kids go on fall break, we'll come out there for the fall, or we'll do it next year on spring break and make it happen, and uh, we'll put them through the test, man. We'll put them through the test and have some fun.
3: Yeah, the yeah, problem is, is your kids are going to like this off-road and jumping razors so much the junior dragsters are going to look at you and be like, Dad, we want to switch careers. Brother, they're already into that already, <laughs>
14: brother. Is it good? We just need more out of it here in the Midwest and find places to go because they would love to do it. My son, Both my sons are already on the four wheels and riding dirt bikes. They're ready to go and do it.
3: I was going to say, they, they go and get, uh, get some lessons from the stewards or what?
14: Hey, you know it,
3: brother. You know that's my second family down there in Haines City, man. I know. Make that happen. I know. I know. That's why I figured they got some. They got some damn good coaches built in. So I'm sure if they want to go on the bike path, uh, you know they they got it. They got it made. You know, yeah.
14: You know, you know, you know their daddy used to used to tear up some nobbies back in the day. Oh, I, used to tear up, I used to tear up a lot of nobbies back in the day in my time. <laughs> okay.
3: How often are you on a dirt bike anymore? Real real question. What do you, once, I twice a year, maybe? A,
14: I haven't rode a dirt bike for probably a few years now since, like, you know, like my kids have been racing junior dragsters. But I used to still ride heavily when I rode pro-cycle motorcycle and probably my first, I'd say, like six or seven years racing top fuel. I used to use that to stay in shape. Then once my kids really start racing junior dragsters, all my off time has been working on their stuff and racing with them besides me racing.
3: Yeah. Well, and I figure too, you're you're probably like me. I I love riding a dirt bike. I also know that I love crashing on a dirt bike. And so it's one of those where it's like I I can't risk the injuries and, and it's like I can't uh-huh. I can't go and just do it fifty percent, you know? It's like you gotta be pinned if you're on a dirt bike, and it's like I can't go and just kind of lay up and have a good time. It's like I always gotta get in a little bit more than uh I probably should be, you know. I know, but I just love it so much. And it just takes, it's like a duck going back to the water. I grew up riding since I was
14: four years old. You know what I mean? I raced motocross for like over 14 years of my life. So on, an, on a national amateur level. So yeah,
6: did, it was, it, that
14: That was me. That was me. So a lot of people never realized that. They was like, well, why are you so good on a pro-side bike? I said, riding a pro-side bike was like, was like, you know, that was just like walking to me compared to riding a motocross bike riding a motocross bike was like that's like running and running sprints and marathons we got on the pro bike that was like me walking <laughs>
3: yeah. did, No, it, you, you know, know what was, did, was there And this is we're going over time and i don't care at this point because it's good conversation was there anything on a motocross bike that really helped you with pro stocks anything you could take from a dirt bike and, and transition to to pro stock when you made that switch I think the biggest deal if you came from the
14: dirt on any type of vehicle, the biggest deal on a motocross bike for me was that you learn technique. Where you where you learn the right proper technique to make the bike do all the work and for you not to get beat up. And you always knew when you rode tents on a dirt bike that you got arm pump. So then the work it was a workout from hell. You get what I mean? Yeah. And then you had to learn how to make the bike work and how to ride the bike with the right riding position, where you rode on the balls of your feet on the foot pegs, and then you position your chest over the handlebars. So it's like if you let off the gas, the main thing is that you fall off a dirt bike often is off the gas because you went over top of the handlebars and somebody brake checked you and you weren't ready for it. You know what I mean? Once you learn that right riding position and how and how you have to regrip certain ways, I think by you learning that technique, it made you whenever you go do something else. You learn the technique to do it the right way first. And I think that's what the motocross did for me. It was like it really made me observe, pay attention to the, the people who did it great
3: and who were great at it. And we're up against a break, but we'll be back with more after this.
11: Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, my air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back.
1: 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771.
12: I'm losing everything. Everyone.
13: You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help.
1: It's time. I can do this.
13: Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment.
1: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
9: Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812-800.
1: 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's
7: 800-215-6812. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
3: Welcome back to the General Tired on a Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. So we had to cut A.B. short, but uh, if you guys want that full interview, head over to Project Action uh podcast one apple podcast it's there um and uh it's edited uh, it's uncut uh full length and uh, i think you guys will really enjoy that we go into some rabbit holes that are pretty legit so a uh, big thanks to ab for uh being a guest on the show i'm at jim for 15 on social media give me a follow tell me who you want uh, upcoming guests on the show I'd love to get them cycled in down and dirty show.com our new website has uh, dropped and uh, i think you guys will uh Love uh, love the current content that we continue to drop there. Big thanks to all our partners, General Tire, Polaris, Razor, Vision Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish, Optimus, GSP, XTV Axles, iRacing, our good friends at Manscaped. And don't forget, 20% off and free shipping with the code JimBeaver at Manscaped.com. And, uh, yes, Dirtfish, it's uh, JimBeaver15. It'll get you uh, 15% off there as well. Man, we got a lot of great, great partners uh, in the show and uh, definitely couldn't do it without uh, each and every one of them. And don't forget fistful of bourbon yeah go get your drink on fistful of bourbon best damn bourbon you've ever had trust me uh, available nationwide liquor stores across the country and with that i'm going to sign off this week we'll be back next week with more I believe levi lavalli is going to be one of our guests next week right here on the general tire down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor you guys have a great weekend and enjoy all this racing action that we got coming right at us